Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? We're back live. Unleash World, Paris, France. Mm. And we're talking today with Arno Schaefer, our favorite diehard villain and CEO of Vonk. I'm drinking beer in France. It, just, in it doesn't booth, feel right. Drinking lukewarm European beer. <laughs> Italian, from, though, right? Italian beer. We're, we're, yeah, okay. we're getting Italian beer in a company run by Germans, founded by <laughs> the Dutch. So we're all confused. Arno, Arno, welcome to the show. Thank you. He's thank being you. very Thanks polite German in the corner yes, there. Yes, not. yes, <laughs> Yeah. It's not my turn to talk. Yes. No, it's, it's Europe, you know. So it's, a, you know, a lot of countries. So Italian beer, you know. All over the know, place, yes. Germans. I just finished some champagne. So that should, yeah, that should go well with warm beer. So give us a little bit about you, and then we'll get into the company and what yeah. you guys are doing right now. Long walks yeah. on the Rhine. Yeah. Long walks on the Rhine. Exactly, exactly. It's Oktoberfest. Yeah. It's yeah. the Schaefer. Yeah. How's uh, all year? I was actually picked up from the street to to run Wonk. No, <laughs> no. Actually, my my story. It's a good good question. So basically, I mean, I am now running Wong since one and a half years, since February last year. I actually have a background in advertising technology and uh, marketing technology, and uh, had basically nothing to do with HR tech. Uh, so I was approached, and I thought, you know, what Wong is doing, that's really interesting. But you can develop that in a certain way. You know, and basically use the knowledge from EdTech and MarTech and to make it more like a really... So you're doing more like Marketo, HubSpot, that kind of stuff. Well, in, in a way, in a way, yeah. yes. So I think uh, how you run a business in a certain way, it's getting, you know, disruptive. And uh, I think the HR technology, uh, the HR space is pretty, I wouldn't call it old fashioned, but there's still, there's oh, yeah. a lot of things to, to catch up well, with. Especially in Europe. And uh, especially in Europe. I mean, because I mean, programmatic isn't really even a thing here yet. No, the thing is, I actually, no. when I, when I, when I was in talks with Wong to, to run uh, the company, I was, you know, spoke with some folks in the industry and that said well i mean the the biggest tool every recruiter uses is excel because basically they make the list and you know they, they book they do their job posting you're gonna say uh, joel yeah sorry guys. <laughs> and, i'm uh, like an excel spreadsheet well, and i said well you know I, I can do that better you know so uh and then i said look i mean let's you know uh, give it a try and yeah. i think historically some of the best companies that we've seen come from sales and marketing they just spin it to an HR audience, which let's be honest, trails everyone else in terms of innovation. So a lot yeah. of successful companies have come from the marketing space. So to me, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So talk about Vonk. Yeah. We talk about it a lot on the show, but it's usually in the context of an STD and condoms. <laughs> so clear up the confusion of what Vonk is for our audience. Clear up the confusion. That's very good. Yeah. Give me a I, shot of penicillin. How did I catch the Vonk? You know, how yeah. did I catch the Vonk? Yeah. Yeah, so basically what Vonk is, we are a job distribution provider in the talent acquisition space. So basically we distribute jobs from A to B. So we are there where a job, where job is created and we distribute that to, to job boards. That's basically what we do. And we do that in different, in different types and different products. We do that high volume, automated, multi-posting for staffing agencies. And uh, we do that also highly targeted for enterprises. For how long? How long has Vonk been around? Because you've, you're, you're new to the U.S. Yeah. 
yeah. how long have you been around in well wrong actually is a pretty old company it's yeah. uh, was founded 16 years ago 2006 oh it's old enough to drive yes and basically uh and drink and you're germany <laughs> in germany yes no actually it was founded by by three dutch guys uh at that time yeah and then you know of course the company went to some you know developments uh, started uh you know to kind of you know digitalize the whole let's say recruitment process then they became you know shortly in ats and then they said well you know maybe that's not a good idea let's you know just to be stay neutral and then we basically became the bank of today and with um, you know with the clear positioning with focus are we talking sort of programmatic distribution or just kind of dumb we're going to put it on job boards and see we, what happens we can do both i do mean both. We, yeah we can do both and uh, i mean one of the biggest milestones was probably you know 2019 or 2020 when actually Wong, you know was before my time bought a company in, in Groningen in Netherlands uh, which was a multi-poster IGB and that became basically the, the backbone of our technology today uh, and of our offering what we call Happy the hiring API which is a white label solution which can be easily integrated into ATS. See what he did there? He did segue he, there, didn't happy, he? Happy, happy. Leading the witness <laughs> and, and branding it appropriately. Marketing guy. That, that's, a great, that's a great brand. So the, the market is amazingly different in the U.S. than yes. it is in Europe, right? And, and, and it's funny because most Americans don't realize it until they till they go to Europe and then they yep. start doing business in Europe. And most Europeans don't understand it until yep. they try to invade yep. the U.S. So talk about the difference, if you would, yep. of how you are working in Europe versus the U.S. Yeah. So basically, I mean, Wong is originally, as I said, I mean, a European company. And um, we didn't even dream of going to the U.S. until, you know, the uh, beginning of next year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, so the thing is actually... Saw the, the pot of gold. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think the, the issue is, I think, in I've seen a couple of companies, again, I mean, it's the ad tech analogy, moving from Europe to the States, and most everyone failed. Because, I mean, it's such a different market. Well, then it's why so much, do it? Yeah, you I see mean, it that's happening. A, that's, the pot you know, of gold. But then <laughs> sometimes you have to learn from mistakes and basically do it maybe a little bit smarter than others. It's like so, the sirens with the, with the ships. It's well, like those, they're, times they're are hot. Hot. those times are over. You know, so, uh, uh, no, but actually what, what we did, because we said, well, we could do it a different way. I mean, first of all, we could have just bought a company and yeah. uh, we can just say, you know, Let's have, you know, five guys, you know, sitting in a New York sales office calling people with no connection, no name, no brand. I mean, that's probably not going to work. So we actually decided to buy people, so to speak. So we started with, with Josh. I mean, one of the, you know, the, the persons in the U.S. everybody knows in the HR tech world. And Friend basically he brought a team together. And so we basically, you know, started with, a, with the established team. So this tab, you know, the team is growing and we know 15 people. And uh, basically, with their connections, with their you know network, it was much easier for us to uh, to basically you know succeed in the U.S. than building it completely from well, scratch. We talked about it on the podcast uh, a few weeks ago. I mean, big big hires. You got Richard Castellini, Doug Reese, I and mean, we're talking about guys who have decades deep roots in this industry. So I mean, that was that was in incredibly smart, but. Not just the people are different. You're coming at the U.S. in an entirely different fashion than Europe. Can you tell us how? Yeah. So basically, when we, I mean, in Europe, we are mainly direct. So uh -huh. basically, we are talking directly to enterprises. I uh -huh. mean, we work for DHL, BSF, and uh, you know, of course, you name it. Over a thousand enterprises we're working for, uh, and we thought, look, I mean, if you now 
go to the US and you know start to call enterprise by enterprise, it's going to take a while with a long sales cycle in HR. That's not going to work. So basically, we chose a different approach and we went indirect into the states. So basically, we said, well, let's just reduce the number of people we have to call, touch and points. just yes. the touch points, yeah. and maybe just focus on the top 10, top 20 ATSs, because they actually hopefully do the sales for us. And uh, so that's what we did. And then we can we could use, of course, the network we built, you know, with the people you just mentioned. And uh, basically, it was a pretty easy access to the ATS because we told them, look, I mean, there are ways in the in the industry you can make money. I mean, one is the one you're doing, but the other one we can tell you because basically, why don't you just add a marketplace, a store into your offering, into your basically into your flow and uh, use our technology to post media. And that actually is incremental revenues for them. So it's a win-win situation and we gave them uh, like a revenue share. Uh, so they built with our API a store in in the ATS and basically can sell media to their clients, which reduces churn for, for the ATSs and actually it's also beneficial for, for, the, uh, for the enterprise. You know, we, we talk a lot about ATSs that have marketplaces, they have the data, they know what's hot, they know what people are buying. And, in, and historically what happens is an iSIMS text recruit thing where, oh, well, text recruiting is kind of a thing. Let's just buy the most popular solution in our marketplace. You guys are actually helping them become their own most popular yes. app in their marketplace yes. by saying, okay, you're buying this, here's your, here's your menu of items, and here is the, the greenhouse job distribution product or whatever. Yep. So, so me as a buyer, I've already bought the brand greenhouse. You guys are wrapping your product into greenhouse. It's like a super app. We could, we could dig into that. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's helping them become the head of their own marketplace, yeah. uh, double dipping, if you will, because they know what kind of traffic and leverage these apps have. And they can do the math and go, gee, how much money would we be making? Because most of the marketplaces are free, yep. right? It's not the Apple iOS where we get 30%. And they're looking at you guys there with a solution of saying, we'll brand it you, we'll be the technology. Why wouldn't an ATS do this? I assume this has got to be like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, that's exactly the point. I mean, basically, it's uh, you know, it's incremental revenue, it's incremental business for the ATS. And I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I speak to a lot of CEOs of ATS and say, I mean, you basically you would be stupid not to do it because I mean that's basically you know you know it's the easiest way to. I mean I'm not going to build it myself. <laughs> I mean, do you guys handle the customer service? If can, someone can you says, cut that out? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, the service yeah. side of it, do you yeah. guys support that or is uh, yes. like... Well, basically, it's a completely flow after we do yeah. the delivery, we do the operations, we do the support. Partly, that's, you know, depending on contract to contract. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's a certain flow. And there are uh, build versus buy scenarios. This is nothing that you would ever want to fucking build you, because there are way too many partnerships that you have exactly. to deal with. Exactly. If you think of all the niche and big player job boards and job sites, you... If you build this, you have to like you have to herd all those cats, corral, and that just fucking sucks. Yeah. If you can corner that, I I, I get I get what you're saying. That's and it, I, and I got to think this is going to inspire some competition. Is anyone else doing this? Are you seeing some competitors on the? Yeah, there are other companies also. I mean, it's always difficult to, to speak about the competition. I think there are other companies doing and that. And we will destroy them. 
I mean, if it's working, then it's working, then there's no reason to, you know, to you go somewhere else. You guys are the first to market on this stuff, right? I, I had not heard of a white label. I guess so, yes. Well, yes. Now, Equest did this back with Taleo 15 years ago, and they got complacent. Now, I yeah. mean, the thing was... But it was one product. They came out, but it was one product, and they had an exclusive with Taleo, yeah. and they got complacent, and then the market just opened up. So don't be complacent, is what Chad is saying. He's German. They're not going to be fucking yeah, complacent. <laughs> Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So what services do you yeah. white label currently? I assume job distribution, but what else yes. are ATSs plugging so, in? So basically, I mean, so the five seconds ad, it's like we have a wrong suite, and then we have a happy suite. So happy is our product, the and API. we do the you know do the, the core, which is the marketplace. So it's the pure duration posts. That's something which is built in into the ATS. Then you can just click on it, like it, you know if you buy something at Amazon, click click, check out, buy. Yeah. So it's as, as simple as that. Um, what we also do, by the way, is uh, we are off offering with one ATS uh, a payment, a wallet. So basically, recruiters or the company can actually you know put money like into the Apple wallet. Like an Apple wallet. Yeah, like an Apple wallet. Like a Vonk wallet. A Vonk wallet, and maybe an ATS wallet, and they can just use the, the, the money which is in the wallet and basically use it for their media buy. So that's something which uh, is actually a product we built you know, in, in a couple of months because we saw there's a need. Uh, so that, that's one thing. And um, happy job post, which is the multi-posting part. So basically own contracts from an ATS can be uploaded or from, an, from a client. Uh -huh. um, and uh, that's also a product what we, what we offer. Yeah, and uh, what we also see, and it's also a thing in the States especially, is social impact and compliance is a big piece of our offering. So social impact, I mean, the trend probably right now, you know, D&I, you know, and making sure you reach all the, you know, special sites. And Do you find that bigger here in Europe than in the U.S.? I mean, because the U.S. companies talk about it, yeah. but it's all warm and fuzzy bullshit, right? I mean, it seems like US, the, the, the EU really wants to put this in place. Do you yeah. feel that? I think there are two ways to, to kind of approach it. One uh -huh. is the regulation, because yes. in the States is further down the road with the OFCCP compliance needs. Uh -huh. So if you do business with the government, you have to you know make sure that you're audit-proof, post all jobs on those special sites. We don't have that in Europe yet. Uh, yet. I assume that's going to come. Um, in terms of social impact, uh, D and I, I don't see there's so many differences between uh, Europe and, and the States. I actually think that the regulation in the States is probably coming to Europe. It actually also will help us offering that product in Europe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I don't see that as a, as a trend. One thing I see, though, is that there could be 
problems for programmatic vendors in the U.S. because of their ability to target where jobs go and then and then where jobs yeah. don't go, right? And there could be inherent bias in those those distribution models. Obviously, the smarter ones that are out there are already thinking about this. But do you see that as Europe starts to mature into programmatic? Do you see that as automatically just baked into what, what you guys do? I think in general, uh, in, in a way, I mean, it's it's like, you know, performance marketing and ad tech, you know, kind of. I, I see that a lot of people talk about it, but, you know, very few are actually using it. So, I mean, we offer that as well. Uh, and uh, But we see the market doesn't really demand it that much. Yeah. So it's not our first priority. Gotcha. Uh, I think still a lot of recruiters and enterprises and um, uh, clients still want to just post their job on Indeed, on StepStone, on the big portals just to you know see them there. Let's talk about uh, M&A for a second because if I'm sitting where you guys are, I have the relationship with the ATS, I have their trust, I have a technology suite. I would be on an M&A binge to say how many products can we plug into this ATS that we already have a relationship with. So how many companies are you looking to buy uh, in 2023 and what services <laughs> 27 are in your crosshairs right now? I mean, we did buy a company already, uh, you know, like a couple of years ago. So, of course, we're always assessing and looking, you know, in the market if there are any targets, but that's it. He's very tight-lipped. Did you see how tight the lip got? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, that, that, that's sending me signals right now. Uh, so, we're at Unleash. We're here, we're here in Paris. What have you seen here that has surprised you about some of the tech that's happening now? And, and what do you feel like the where the landscape is actually going from a, a recruitment tech standpoint? I think in terms of what I just said, I mean, the, the DEI stuff, uh, that I think that, that the whole area of being, you know, compliant, ESG related, I think those tools are probably, you know, going to be super important in the future. So I, I see that uh, as, a, and as, as a trend. And I think that's it, basically. I mean, I don't see anything, but maybe it's because I'm kind of single-minded. And, uh, uh, <laughs> You're No, but I think it's what, what I actually think is super important if, you're, if you want to be successful is to focus. And uh, I mean, I say that basically every four weeks and in our all hands, you know, we need to focus, 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 because I think if you're just on too many, you know, different areas, um, you're just uh, not going to be successful because you have to have one special area where you're good at and that, you know, explore that. So I think we are top of the funnel and we want to stay there. So we don't want to, you know, move into a competition mode with ATSs or with CRMs or with other systems, uh -huh. because actually we want to partner with them. So we don't want to create a competition. So no buying of any assessment platforms no. anytime soon. Okay. No. No. Oops. Did I say something now? Uh -huh. <laughs> We're seeing a lot of interesting things, uh, particularly in the states with the ATS business. We see a lot of really big venture firms spending a lot of money to sort of consolidate ATSs. The IPO market is sort of on hold. Uh, ISIM sort of teased that a couple of years ago. How do you guys look at the macro environment for ATSs? Is it the consolidation going to continue? Do you, is the IPO market going to heat up? Where are you on the uh, just the general market? I think what's what's kind of what's secure right now is that it's unsecure you know so i mean uh, the only constant is change right now you know isn't that nietzsche who said that <laughs> 
So I think, I mean, to be honest, I mean, first of all, I think there are, of course, macroeconomic external factors nobody would have, you know, predicted half a year ago with the war in Ukraine, with, you know, with, you know, upcoming recession and inflation. And uh, so I think that's, that's, of course, something which we still don't really see in our business. But, I mean, it's, it's probably going to come. And, uh, I mean, the second thing is um, with, uh, I still think that the ATS will be a crucial and, and central part in the whole ecosystem. Uh, so I think more and more services will move into the ATS. Um, and basically that they need to ramp up with you know services to basically become competitive. Yeah, ATSs may not be going anywhere, but they're getting a lot more competition. Yes. We're seeing the one platform to rule them all. We're seeing CRMs, we're yeah. seeing chatbots yeah. becoming conversational AI. I assume that you don't limit your opportunities to the ATS market. Do you see all of these platforms becoming an opportunity for Vonk? Yes, yes. So we basically we can partner with you know um, most of them so what we also you know will will do which makes it super easy in the future to implement our service is basically a widget which is can be easily be you know integrated into the ATS or the CRM or whatever partner and they can actually make use of our you know uh, services so that's also something that we will release uh, pretty soon they're going to single-handedly bring back the job board industry I by white labeling I can't wait <laughs> oh my god the big question here is the Bundesliga better than the English Premier League? <laughs> well, I think in terms of you know football superstars, probably the Premier League is you know still more attractive, of course. Yeah, well, because we uh, they're stealing the big the big ones, right? They they just got Holland from the Bundesliga. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, they they got the big ones, and uh, yeah, I mean they have you know Ronaldo in, in his late days. He's still you know playing there. Still, yeah. yeah, I think it's it's still. And, and to be honest, I actually prefer to watch Premier League over the Bundesliga because the Bundesliga is actually super boring in terms of championship because only Bayern Munich since, I don't know, 10 years, 11 years. But anyway, so I think that's, uh, and I think it's the, the play is also faster and it's more more attractive to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sexier. Exactly. There's more, more goals being scored. You're seeing yeah. nine goals, right? Instead of yeah, like the yeah. nil-nils that are happening, yeah. which are for any American, we yeah, like to yeah. see scoring, right? And I think that's just a human thing. <laughs> well, you like to store. Dude, he pulled a joke. You like to score. You totally missed that. Yeah. You like to score. <laughs> that's yeah, German no, humor anyway, right there. Yeah. You like to score, Chad. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Are they going to do any, any, any good in the World Cup? Well, actually, it's in a, in a couple of weeks. I think uh, I, I fear that probably nobody really cares, uh, you know, about that World Cup. Uh, because really? it's not really... Yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, oh. it's in Qatar and, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's winter. Oh, that's and, a good uh, point. And well, so, in Qatar, but anyway, too. I mean, our, our team is, you know, the German team is, you know, it's like a, you know, you just don't know what's coming out. I mean, well, that's that's why he doesn't care, because he knows his team sucks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's let's make a bet. I mean, is the U.S. even qualified? No, well, I'm, no. I'm Portuguese now. Okay, you're Portuguese now. <laughs> so you want to bet who's going more advanced at the end? Oh, Portuguese I guess. Oh, and yeah. the German oh, team? Oh, yeah. We'll do, we'll do a C note. Okay. A, Euro, a Euro note on that one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bet about a bottle of whiskey, you know, who's, oh, which, which team is uh, oh. going to be, you know, further advancing. Oh, yes. Portugal I, or Germany. I'm down. I'm down. Arno Schaefer, everybody, CEO of Vonk. Arno, for those that want to know more about you or Vonk, where would you send them? Well, just to our website, I guess, and uh, arno at vonk.com. V-O-N-Q dot com. We out. We out. Thanks. Thank you for listening to, what's it called? podcast with Chad the cheese 
brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! We'd never admit it, but deep down, we all get at least some pleasure from bad things happening to somebody we don't like. History's full of stories about bitter enemies being mutually horrible. Usually nothing good comes of it. But sometimes, sometimes, you get soul singers James Brown and Joe Tex, or 17th century nun Sor Juana and the entire Catholic Church duking it out and dramatically changing our world. On Beef with Bridget Todd, we tell the stories of those petty feuds behind some of the greatest art, innovation, and global events. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts.